Hello and welcome to TFT Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things TFT. That's the one thing is like, I would I would love to go to law school. But as, as Anna was talking, you and I are like sitting here, like throwing our hands in the air. Class collective agree with the same things. Like we're like, we're on the right track. And like we're, we're going through the pain, you know, like as a big group. It's everyone's favorite director, and Nico I'm your Castro. New upcoming actress and co-host, Kennedy Alexis. And I'm the girl who chose integrated studies because she can't make up her mind, Anna Mikowskis. I'm your confused theater designer and technician, Yua Watanabe. Hello. Hi, I love your guys' intros. Hey. <laughs> those were <those> so <laughs> integrated <were> so studies. <laughs> Yay. I know, she, she really exposed our entire emphasis. The, the kids who don't know what here. to do with their That's life. why I'm here. Is, is, Honestly, <laughs> same. Like, I'm so confused, like, with everything. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, okay, okay. This is kind of perfect because it segues right into our first question for you <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Um, We start every single podcast by saying, why do you do what you do? And so we're kind of already talking about it and we're kind of already talking about how we don't know why we do what we do. But to kind of just ask you guys the questions of like, you know, what do you do in theater? And I then do why theater do you do mostly like out of instinct. Like theater is very like instinctive for me. And I was really shy before high school, but I like instinctively joined the theater slash drama club at my high school because I saw a production of Adam's Family when I was in eighth grade. And I was like, wow, this is like super duper cool. And I kind of like cracked my, my shell because of theater. And I think like, I, I like find these like little things that I'm interested in. So I don't have like the specific like reason why I'm doing theater yet. I think I'm still like navigating that through my life, but it's just like, I start touching on like, oh, I, I'm interested in like costume design, but I'm also interested in like scenic design. Oh wait, like stage management sounds cool too. And it's just like, I think I'm like driven by like my instincts and that's like what theater is to me right now. I was exposed to theater very young, but I, I didn't view it as like a thing I could do. It felt very separate from me. Um, like I was like, oh, there are people on stage, but I was like, okay, we're gonna do this other thing. Um, but then I, I always really loved musicals and I loved plays and I love all of that. Um, and in sixth grade, I actually auditioned for our middle school musical, The Little Mermaid, and I got cut. So I was like, well, um, <laughs> there goes my theater career but like I can't sing so it was right of them to cut me like I don't blame them at all um but and then I so I was like okay stem and I was like ready to go into bio and like try to go to med school and like do my thing um and freshman year I was doing homework one night and I it was like 12 30 in the morning and I was like taking out my contacts because I could barely keep my eyes open and I had music on and you know how like when a playlist ends, Spotify just like keeps going mm -hmm. and it, like recommended songs or whatever. So I, a song came on that I didn't know, but I like didn't have contacts in. So I was too lazy to change it. Um, and it ended up being It's Quiet Uptown from Hamilton and 40 seconds in, I was just sobbing like a mess on my floor alone at 1230 in the morning like blinded and a wreck. And I was like, if someone else can make something that affects me this much when I don't even know anything about it, 
I have to be a part of that. That's something that I want to do. And that's something that I want to like do for other people. And so since then, I've just been trying to find my way in, in a sense. Um, I did, I tried, I took music theory. I was like, maybe music composition is my thing. Um, wasn't really for me. And then I tried directing. I really loved it. I tried writing. I really loved it. Um, but now like every class I'm in, I'm like, oh, what if I like went a little crazy and like switched to set design? Like, wouldn't that be wild? So like, it's like a daily thing for me, but I'm just like you, like you said, it's, it's like, I'm just going with like instinct at this point. Like, I'm just trying to do what I want to do and mm -hmm. we'll see where that gets me. Oh no, I was just going to say Hamilton's power, like, right. And it, it, it's so like, I tell that story and people are like, oh, Hamilton. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but like Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that though, because I feel like, like everybody can relate to having that like one musical theater song where it comes on and you're like, yeah. waterworks. Like, like, and like, and, and it really is about that. It's like, we talk about it all the time on this podcast where it's like about inflicting emotion on other people, like telling those stories, creating empathy, you know, and like really being able to, make somebody cry at 12 30 in the morning when they have absolutely no yeah. idea what the story yeah, is about was a wreck. it was kind of scary i i, I love that though relatable content yeah yeah um so speaking of like since you guys are still trying to figure out like what you really want to do um what are um some passions outside of theater that you might still have and like how would you want to like mix them if you can I think for me, like immediately mental health is like a really, really big thing that I like, I do like mental health awareness. I'm in this like mental health group in Little Tokyo. And I'm really like interested in that aspect, especially like more towards people of color and like, like minority groups that are really affected by like mental illness and just like, you know, like life is hard. So I think like just incorporating like art and like this artistic view of like design that I'm going towards like I really think that you know like people can be moved by that as well just like this visual component and that's kind of what I've been noticing and it's like it really like theater just gives you hope to just like continue like living on and I think there is this like tie or like connection between mental health and like art and theater so I really want to like dive into that and just like see where that takes me mm -hmm. yeah and Anna? I um, I have like a little pipe dream that I like go to law school and um, somehow incorporate that into what I'm doing. If I could do like anything in the world, I would want to do like what Emma Watson does where she like speaks at the UN and then she also like still does art. And so she's got her hands in everything um so like stuff that she does Amal Clooney who's like this really major human rights lawyer um I'm obsessed with her um anything like that I I would absolutely love I would love to do that that's actually interesting because I was like I was looking into entertainment law because mm -hmm. you know like the the Asian like oh you should be a doctor or a lawyer so I was like maybe I can incorporate like my passion <laughs> into this like like ideal image so I was looking into entertainment law but it was just like I was like I can't study that hard and like take the bar <laughs> that's the one thing is like I would I would love to go to law school 
but I don't want to be like in a courtroom. And so like, that's a major financial waste, like to go to law school and to not end up doing that. But something in me is like, oh, but that would be so cool, you know? You know, I, I was going to say step aside, Elwood, you know, Anna, <laughs> Anna's here, but she might not. She <laughs> did go yourself. to UCLA, technically. So hey. maybe I hey. am. Maybe I am. You're on the right yeah. track. You're on I'll the right track there. for sure. I'll do it. Next up is Harvard. You got <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love that though. And I definitely think that there's a, a for sure way to incorporate both of what you guys are talking about. Because I mean, we talk about it on the, on the podcast all the time too. Like um, the just using theater to enact change, I think is a very important like theme within our class and everything. And, and I don't know if it's just like this generation of theater makers, maybe it's like particular to our class alone, but it's really like amazing just to see how much like everybody cares about just so many things that like don't even concern mm -hmm. themselves, you know? We're definitely like a very, very vocal generation. And like, that's what's really cool. Cause it's like, I see this like movement and like change through history, like unraveling before my eyes. And I'm like, wow, like everyone who is like in our theater class is like very, very vocal and like politically active. And that just like, inspires me and also like educates me like I see people's Instagram stories and I'm like wow like I didn't know that but now I do because like you're very like vocal about it so that happens to me all the time the amount that I learn by just like knowing you people and like following you all on Instagram I'm like oh my gosh and I and I, I was like, yeah, I'm educated. And then I'm like meeting all of these new people. I'm like, oh my God, I know nothing. Like, this is so crazy, but it's also so amazing that I, that we like have that, that we have these resources of each other, like available to us for like a long period of time. Like, I just think it's so cool. Yeah. I think it's really powerful. Um, like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, like just this whole TFT class, like we're really like, I like that we're vocal. I like that we stand up for what is right or what we think is right, which I think it is right. Because if all of us have as a, like a class collective agree with the same things, like I think we're like, we're on the right track. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I'm really proud of us because of course, like going into college anyways, um, you don't know anyone, you're just trying to figure everyone out. And of course, like with theater, it's different because we're going to be working with each other. Like we're gonna to have to get to know each other eventually because all of these um, classes, but all productions and like, we're gonna be working together and wanting to work with each other. So like, I'm just proud of like this new generation that's like standing up for what we believe in and like creating art that's like going to actually benefit um, the world and like contribute to in a positive way, yeah. That's the one thing is like, it. I think it, we're also very lucky that like the people that we're with are really, really supportive. Like, and with everything that we've been doing, even with just like not being at school, like somehow it still feels like there's a community here and that it's still like, we're all open to each other. And I just think that that is really, really nice for someone who was like so scared that like I wasn't gonna make friends because I can't like meet all of you in person and so it's it's very like it makes my heart smile you know yeah no it's like so heartwarming like how close some people have gotten in our class and everything and I'm like staring at Kennedy right now because Anna said something something earlier she was like she was like um um like like we've met so many people who have opened our eyes and I went 
like I, I know the people on the podcast can't see what I'm doing, but I'm pointing at Kennedy right now and everything, you know, and, and it, it's amazing because like if I didn't go to UCLA and I wasn't in the theater department, like it's really unlikely that we would have all met each other and everything. So like what a way for the universe to throw yeah. us all together. I definitely think that like being a theater major, like we were lucky almost because it's like I see like my friends who are also freshmen at UCLA and they don't like have this like you know this group that was already created for them whereas like we're taking all these classes together and like we're we're going through the pain you know like as a big group so I really like enjoy that because it's like there's always this like constant like consistent group of people that are that you're like surrounded with just trauma bonding the entire freshman (laughs) year I also like there were a lot of people at my interview like I, Nick, I'm like 90% sure you were. No, we were. We were at the exact there same were interview, like, Anna. like six of us. And I was like. Who oh. were. At, and then the crazy part is that it was the, because on that day, there were multiple time slots of interviews, you know, like, like they had the morning section and the evening section. So it's like specifically January 18th morning section. There's like a good majority of people who were there. Yeah. Like Logan was there. I, I well, remember Sarah Lena. I remember you. I was near Logan, was there. Um, and and we like immediately became friends, and so then we like got our like our Instagram. We because we're you know Gen Z, we were like, hey, what's your Instagram? Um, and we like were ever so often talking, and then we both found out we got in, and we were like, oh, like now we're just going to college together. Like this is really crazy. Um, it's just it's so wild. Mm-hmm. I had my um, my design interview with Zoe, um, Zoe Dahl, so, and we went to like elementary school together too. So it was like really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we went to like different high schools, and then we like met at the interview, and then now we're going to college together. So it's like this long line. Oh my god! Yeah, it's amazing how like things just like work because from my high school, um, Rose and Anna Mook, we went to the same high school. Um, so like all three of us got in and I'm like wow like I know people it's like it's like crazy how like just things work out still concerning like our passions and thinking about the things that we would like to do um if I were to ask you about a passion project so you have all the money in the world anybody that you want to work with any resources that you would need what do you think that project would be honestly I was literally like this isn't like completely new, but I always think of like Cirque du Soleil. Have you guys like seen their productions? And it's like- The makeup It's like, it's literally crazy. Like everything from like the set to the costumes to like, literally there was like water on stage and they had this like big pool when they were doing O. And like, I always think of like wanting to just like step outside of this like box and like not think of like the space as like a theater, but just like anything that you can imagine. And like, Whenever I see cartoons, I'm like, what I really like about cartoons is that like you can create this world like out of like nothing. And like, it doesn't have to resemble reality like at all. And if I can like make that, like put that into theater, that would be like crazy. I know that's like so vague, but. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's amazing, Yua. And I really hope that you're able to do that. And I know the, the Cirque du Soleil show that you're talking about where they have the giant pool on the stage and, and like, being able just to re-envision what theater can be, you will put your name on the theater world and everyone is going to know who you are is. I feel like my head is about to explode. I, I like, okay, 
I, um, I'm going to go with what I just did my directing proposal on because that is freshest in my brain. Um, but I did a murder mystery inspired Oedipus Rex um, a show. And I, I kind of like, I think if I had unlimited, unlimited budget, I would like go super hardcore and like rent out a castle and be like, oh, here's the dining room where we're going to have dinner. And that would be where it would take place. Um, but I, I'm going to go with that right now. I really like it. I've been thinking about it for months now because of this proposal. So it's just kind of in my brain. So I'm just going to go with that. I, I know um, not everybody who's listening is in our directing class. So I do want to say Anna's proposal was genius, oh. literally beautiful, completely redefining the way that I looked at Oedipus and how that show should be done. No, the Greeks got it wrong. Oh my Anna, God, Anna no. I, here's my- like, like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, her ideas are so beautiful and so well put together. Like, I, I really, I want to sit at the dinner table that you have the show at. Like, the first time you do I, it, please I will me. if I ever get around to doing it. But it's just like, I, I just really think it's interesting. And then, like, my theater 13 midterm, I wrote about Medea as, um, like, a reality TV show-esque thing. Um, and so I guess I'm just like building my brand off of Greek plays, but like, like I just never could connect with it. And now I'm like finding different ways to connect with all of them. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is just what I'm going to do now. No, I was going to just say like, we should actually like create that like murder mystery, like dinner theme thing. Like, because yeah. it's like, we have like the resources and the power to do that. And it's like, I think it's a really, really cool idea. And like, I would want to see that. Like, I would genuinely be super interested in seeing, like, what that turns out to be. So that's really cool. Also, I'm, like, living for this, like, silent hype that, like, Nick and I are, like, <laughs> so funny. I'm, like, having a conversation, and then I see people, like, doing dance moves. I wish, I wish this podcast had a visual. I really do. We were we were considering it at the beginning, but it's like a lot of work to edit the edit the video. But just for everybody listening, I know you can't see us, but as as Anna was talking, you and I are like sitting here like throwing our hands in the air, like mouthing the word fucking genius. Like because it's true, because it's true. Because Anna so, is a genius. I, God, my face is getting hot. I'm nervous. <laughs> Thank you. That I appreciate that. <laughs> It's, it's okay. I'm not a liar. I only speak the truth. I know so. um, you guys are like still trying to figure everything out, but like what issues do you see in the industry or just in your specific field that you're thinking about going into and how do you think we can fix that? I think just like for me, like preconceptions and just like, I feel like my mind is already just like um, primed to like this um, like idea of theater and like what it has to be and like who would be in like what role and like I really had a hard time because my directing proposal was on Glass Menagerie and um, like the cast I literally couldn't think of like any other person than like these like UK like white actors for some reason and I was like that's when I really thought that like my brain was like super duper like primed into this like preconception of like what it has to be and like what 
I don't know. I just feel like for me personally, like my brain isn't like as flexible, I think. And like, that's what I really want to like push as an artist and like going into the industry. Like I want to find like these like areas that have not been touched before, because I feel like that's what we really need. Like we need these like new ideas. Like we're constantly just like reliving this like old version and I see it like all the time I'm like oh this movie looks exactly like this and this combined and like same with like theater it's like oh this looks like this and this combined and it's like what is something that's like oh this is like I can't even like relate it to anything because it's like totally new and yeah I think that's our I don't, I don't even know if I answered that question correctly <laughs> but yeah always no, you did. You so did. And and I'd also just like to point out, um, Yua's presentation Amazing. of Glass Menagerie, literally beautiful. Play, like, like, and, and I was like, well, now I have to read the play. I was like, you is telling me I have to read the play. I'm going to do it. I was like, I could Yeah. <laughs> It was literally amazing. I, I would love to see your re-envisionment, but like, especially your tech design for it. I was like, gagged. Like I was, I was, That's I was like, the That's like time. the only thing that I was like, okay, I can do this. But like <laughs> everything else I was like, I don't know. <laughs> that was good. It was amazing. It was amazing. No, no, you did a fantastic job, my dear. Um, I um, think and Anna? Kind of going off of what you were saying, I, it's, I think part of the, reason that like we're so primed is that like even though there's like a suspension of disbelief you still go into a theater like thinking logically do you know what I mean and like and I think in movies it's a lot clearer we're like I don't know if you know like what's going on with the new what they're doing with the Dear Evan Hansen movie um but they casted um a person of color as um as the dad, but they made him a stepdad so that it's logical that like they have white kids. Um, and and which like, okay, but um, also it, it does kind of change the story dynamic a little bit um, if you're going from a father to a stepfather. And then also like, I think what needs to happen is we need to kind of ignore like maybe it doesn't logically make sense but these people are the right people for what we're trying to do you know what I mean and I think a part of that is um making room for um new ideas and making room for new perspectives and also making theater more accessible because you walk into a theater it's like upper middle class wealthy white people that's that's the brand that's who you're going to and so like when we're looking for new ideas and we're looking for new voices, we just don't have those because we're only giving to the same people all the time. And so like, how are we gonna get those new perspectives if we can't like introduce theater to an audience that isn't upper class white people? Do you know what I mean? Like that is so important. And like, even if we get to a point where we're like, yes, we wanna hear these voices, we wanna hear these stories, we're for it, we cannot do that without spreading theater to be exposed everywhere. And so I think that it kind of goes hand in hand with what you was saying. 
Yeah, that's really, really, really important, especially like, I don't know, especially because when I first saw In the Heights, of course, like I saw it in like, um, at like my um, regional theater in my town. And I was like, I was like one of the only like actual like people of color in the audience. And then I'm like, it's, it's interesting. And like, of course, like the tickets were a lot, but um, it was just interesting to see um, that like, it's telling a story about like like family and like community and what that means and like why it's important but all these white people are watching it. it's like this yeah. this play isn't for you and it's like and I just wish like um theater was just more um like I wish it was just more like what's the word that I'm looking for <laughs> accessible to um like who they're trying to even speak to or who the play is even about and I just think like that's like where it's like why are tickets so much and of course like I understand like it's all about money you need to make money but like still like at least like give like the story that you're trying to tell at, like and a place for like people who will benefit from it will like be able to see it and then also when you said about Dear Evan Hansen um about the dad stepdad I just think like I feel I don't know because I I don't know if anyone has seen Shameless, but um, Liam he he's like um the black brother with all these other white people, but like it wasn't like oh he's a step um he's a step brother or anything like he was just their brother and like of course on the show like they did like a test to see like if he was actually the brother and like they were like the white mom and dad's son and like it was just like yeah that's it is what it is and everyone was like okay with it. Yeah. So I just don't think it's like, oh, just putting that step because then like, I feel like it does add a different dynamic, especially for Evan Hansen himself and like his issues. And then like, oh, my dad's not really here. And I feel like that brings something else where like, that wasn't, I don't think what the player intended, but like, just to make everyone comfortable, like, oh, this is what's happening. So you, so you can have the closure you need to, for it to make sense. But like, yeah. yeah. It, it's very weird because like, like, as you said, it adds a whole other layer to the story and like if that's what you're going for great but like we saw what we saw on Broadway which is different from what this is going to be and and I think that it just like honestly I don't think it should matter that much to like a like change a script to like accommodate the audience and like I understand that at the end of the day the movie industry and the theater industry, they're businesses. They have to run, they have to make money. I get that. But like, we're never gonna move forward unless we like, are like, you know what, deal with it. Like go into your uncomfortableness, sit in it, bask in it and learn from it, you know? Yeah, like, oh, sorry, go there. I was gonna say theater is uncomfortable. So if like, you're not comfortable with it being uncomfortable then this is not even a show that you should be even seeing or something that you should even be a part of sorry go nick um i just think of the cinderella where it was like the black daughter black mom like white dad asian prince like they did not care and it was one of the best versions of cinderella that we've ever gotten thank you Whitney houston um like that that movie is amazing you know and like we just don't question it we don't question the fact that it was a black mom, a white dad, an Asian son, because it's a fantasy world. It's a freaking story, you know, that we're telling. Get over it. I completely agree. Like, like with that, I think that when we're telling stories where 
race matters you know you're like telling a story like if i were to do like a gay mexican story like 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 that's important that the actor is like a gay mexican but i do think that there are certain stories especially old stories like i was literally just talking to kennedy about this but like i would love to do um like a gender bent cabaret and like have Sully Bowles be played by a black woman. Like I, I have no problem with that. Like, yes, I understand that the show takes place in like during World War II in Germany and like people in World War II during Germany were white. But if we can get to the po point that Anna is talking about and I can just cast who I think is best for the role and I'm able to like, like even like, like transcend race, transcend gender, transcend these like social constructs that we've created, I think is a very, very interesting and like important thing to do with theater mm -hmm. and entertainment. And to go like further with that, I think it's like theater has like the power to just like have this like, you know, like it like just have this like complete imagination. Like we're never going to like I read in I think it was like directing or something, but it was like we're never going to like mimic actual reality because like film has been created and we have like these documentaries and like everything. It's like theater is not to like recreate what has already been been like created. It's not to like put reality on stage so it's like if we're not actually like like creating this like oh this super realistic like real life setting of these like this like family then it's like we have this like freedom and like imagination to like go beyond like what is expected so like what you were saying Anna like the logic that like people expect from like these like going into the theater and they're like oh is that logical to have like a like a father who's black and then like a like a son who's it's like you don't I feel like it's not even like like it's not even about that it's like it's like we should look at it at like the essence of like what like what the story means or like you know sounds like it's time for current call it's everyone's favorite director Miko Castro and I'm still your new upcoming actress and co-host Kennedy Alexis and I'm the girl who picked integrated studies because she can't make up her mind Anna Mikowskis and I'm your confused theater designer and technician Yua Watanabe thank you so much to our two amazing guests this week you guys were so awesome to talk to you and thank you so much to our amazing listeners